the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 a.m. The answer on a bright sunny day with three clouds, four clouds in the sky. We are here at Millburgers. That's all there is. Uh, five. I got five. One was hidden behind a billboard. Uh, no, it was surprisingly warm. The humidity must have been really high this morning. Yeah, it actually was pretty thick. Uh, the, ten- going, the temperature to, wasn't so bad, but the... Yeah, going to walk the dog, it was yeah. like, ugh. But it uh, seems to have cleared out a little bit. We got the nice breeze behind us. We have the fans on the porch. But lots of folks here at Mill Burgers. We have incredible, incredible amount of stuff on sale. We'll tell you a little bit about that as we go. We will tell you about all the different things that are happening next week at Mill Burgers so you can prepare. So, for instance, we have the Top Tomato Contest and Best Salad Bowl Contest coming up uh, with uh, two divisions, the Cherry and Smaller and the Regular Tomato Division. Uh, first prize, there's a prize for each. You get you get a nice gift certificate just for uh, coming out and being a part of it. Uh, and uh, you get a first place $75 gift certificate. Second place is a $50 gift certificate in each one. Third place is $25. Biggest tomato based on weight is um, going to be $100. And the best of show champion gets an additional $50 uh, gift certificate for Millburgers on top of the one that you already got. So uh, lots of prizes, plus there's the basket of plenty that you can enter. Bring a bowl filled with your best vegetables, picked fresh from your garden. It does not include tomatoes, and display them, and you could win a $50 gift certificate. Criteria of the bowls is uh, uh, stems should be left on, approximately a half inch in length, green and fresh. Uh, and so you can find the entries will be accepted beginning at 9.30, going to 11.30 on uh, June 4th. So uh, And look, look, look at the, uh, if you go to the website, the Millburgers website. Millburgernursery.com. Uh, uh, the entries for the cherry and smaller tomatoes uh, has to include six. And so it should be in kind of the natural, if you look, look at BHN 968s or... Um, most of the uh, smaller cherry tomatoes uh, are clusters that are uh, on a vine, and that's the way you want to put, present them in, mm-hmm. in the contest. And then for the uh, regular-sized tomatoes, larger than, than like the tycoons and celebrities and such, it's a minimum of three. Yeah. And it's always, we always emphasize three that are the same. The yeah, uniformity. We get uh, you get even if you got one that's bigger, don't put that one in the group. Uh, 
the, the three of them that are the no blonde blemishes and are the exact same look have a much chance, a larger chance of winning the contest than any kind of variation. So you want you uh, you sitting down away. That's a special special little trick on the contest. And PlantAnswers.com has all kinds of rules and stuff, and gives you tips and tricks. Um, Did you mention that they're going to get a everybody that enters gets a ten dollars gift certificate? Yep. Yeah. So that's just one of the things that's happening. David Rodriguez is going to be here from ten thirty to eleven thirty, speaking on color plants, crepe myrtles, and more, 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 more. But you you don't have to go listen to. Uh, David, if you want to enter the contest, you can do no, it separately. No, you can do all these separately. And the Millburgers Blood Drive is uh, coming up, too. That's going to be from 10 to 3 uh, here at Millburgers. Blood's still in need. And you can go to um, millburgernursery.com to learn more and to register. Uh, it'll take you, let me, let me make sure it's doing this, too. It'll take you to the uh, South Texas Blood and Tissue Center site. Mm-hmm. Or you can register, yeah, to make an appointment. And that always helps out because uh, that makes everything go smoother. Uh, and uh, you still can just come the day of now. But uh, you can also just be sure to register online. And so, uh, you know, but nobody seems to mind waiting here because you can kind of... There's a few things to do. Yeah, there's a few things to do. And uh, if you're into butterflies, which a lot of the people here uh, today are... Yeah. Uh, there was a new supply of uh, <laughs> porterweed, the blue porterweed, and they're they're on sale. There's yeah. uh, some of the uh, uh, miniature cher- uh, red uh, porterweed that's available, mist flowers available, and uh, also the milkweed, tropical milkweed. So uh, lots of action there if you want to uh, strengthen your butterfly situation. Was one of those things the ones that you could not mention last weekend, Trace? Yes. That's what I thought. Uh, I, th- I suspect it was the uh, the blue porterweed on sale. They're yeah, right. I think okay. it was. Nice, nice looking large plants. Trace That's is answering a question and uh, just yeah. just uh, just ready to bloom. You'll get them. Yeah. If you get them uh, planted in a little little. A larger container, or even if you leave them in those containers, they're going to be blooming if you put them in the uh, well, sun and give them plenty of water. Well, we will keep telling you about things that are on sale, plus the uh, tax-free weekend next weekend. Is that this weekend? That's tax right now. Yeah, it's going on right now. Trace will tell you more about that. But uh, I want to get him on the line, too, because we got Johnny. He's got a, a question for us, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, Johnny, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? Thank you. Uh, good. How are you guys doing? Good, good. What's going on? How can we help you? Uh, I had my lawn put in about two years ago. It's a zoysia, palisade zoysia. Good. And my question is, I've got a lot of uh, thatch buildup in it. And I did dealt with this last year also. Is it too late in the season? Because I have like a Sun Joe dethatcher, one of those little electric gobbies. Is it too late in the season to dethatch this thing and maybe throw some topsoil on it? I wouldn't. Well, the, top, the topsoil thing is no. Yeah, yeah you're, you're way past time putting any soil on. And I don't I don't think you're uh, – is it – how much is it green? I mean, or oh, is it still – It's really green. I don't think I I don't think I'd run the dethatcher over it either because it you know we're talking about 100 degree mm. uh, temperatures and you're talking about a healthy looking palisades lawn uh, 
And uh, I'm not sure that the removing the thatch that's underneath uh, that green lawn is, is going to help anything. Do you mulch mow or do you have a bagger? I bag or, it. All right. So generally, if you're bagging it, you don't get a lot of thatch unless you didn't cut it back hard before it greened up. Maybe that's one mistake the, I made. I should have cut it shorter. Uh, oh, I, I had uh, two types. Of course, I didn't have palisades, but I had two types of uh, of the, uh, what is that? What turf does he have? Palisades. Zoysia. Zoysia. And uh, I never collected the cuttings. And it, as long as you mowed frequently and uh, kept it watered, it really did well. So I, I, don't, I don't think you accomplish anything by... Uh, doing all that procedure. Okay, so but, just kind of mow it down a little shorter and water it more? Why, why do you want to, how, how tall are you mowing it? It's at about probably two, two and a half, maybe three inches. Oh, okay, that is a little high. So uh, most, yeah, two, most oysters respond best to two, two and a half. Yeah, we always recommend two. And uh, But so, like at the end of March, early April, right before it started to green up, that would have been when I had a bag for sure, and maybe cut it a little shorter to try to get rid of some of that. So you're not you're not really going to hurt anything by leaving it, and I'm not sure there's a real advantage uh, by uh, taking it out at this late late date either, especially when it sounds like it looks so good. Okay, especially with the heat coming on too, right? Oh gosh, no, no, <laughs> that's not happening. Really? <laughs> I think you're the only person not predicting heat. The rain's yeah. not coming on. <laughs> so God thank you so much Jerry. for your help, sir. Yeah, it sounds like you're doing great with the Palisades. Keep it thank up. you, sir. You have a good day. Thank you, sir. Appreciate your call. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. I'm glad we got all those new lines, Milton. Yes, to free up. Yeah, to free up. Yeah. Remember when we couldn't free up a line? I know it. I, I remember not having a phone. Yeah, it's actually <laughs> poor Trace, yeah. Hey, do you want we talked about the blood drive. We talked about David. We'll continue to talk about him. We talked about the Top Tomato Contest. Uh, something special besides all kinds of great uh, deals on plants is happening here uh, at Millburgers with the uh, tax-free weekend, Trace? It is. So uh, best description, it's uh, no chemicals or fertilizers. Okay. Uh, unless they can control uh, or conserve moisture. So something like hydrotain or a soaker hose would comply. Uh, all your soils would comply. Grass complies. Ooh, wow. And even a house plant, because it's a plant, and <laughs> they don't specify whether house or yard. So Okay. Uh, basically, every plant's on sale beyond the sale price that we already have it at. Yeah. Just don't run your sprinkler inside your kitchen. That's against the rules for the drought. To run it inside the kitchen? What? I'm confused. Oh, I was. That was. That was he, he, he was making a, a me joke. Oh, okay. It only makes sense to him. Okay. Hey, um, well, let's tell you about some of the stuff that is on sale. We'll encourage you to call in with your questions at 210-308-8867. To our right, on the left-hand side of your radio dial, uh, we we have some pentas here. Just a few. Uh, actually, we have plenty. I mean, we have lots, and lots of good colors, too. That's not the one on sale. Oh, that's not the one on sale. No. Oh, this is the 4-inch the pot. Right. You're right. 
Uh, where are they? They are on a table. I'm sorry. Where that, I led you guys astray. That young lady in the grayish blue shirt is. Oh, okay. Out there. Cool. So they're in the four-inch pot. Thank you, Trace. Regularly a dollar ninety-nine. Now three for five dollars. Hey, but you can't go wrong with uh, pentas and four-inch containers too. They respond really quickly to. Yeah. Uh, if you get don't don't put them in too much sun. They can take some morning sun, but. Uh, not too much sun, and you keep them watered in the sunder degree. Yeah, they're right. they're slow to grow to get there, but once they're uh, large, large in uh, four inch, four and a half inch, and the blooms just it's yeah. they're blooming very well now, very attractive, and they'll be blooming. You can yeah. keep them watered uh, right up to Thanksgiving, and you don't have to cut off the blooms. No, the sha- the uh, the Self, self. Uh, I have a nice, a nice. Uh, let's see. Don't tell my wife that. Oh no. all right, well, she like to cut them off. Or what? I don't discourage anything like that when it comes to her. <laughs> well, well, the one I'm excited about, the product that I'm excited about, yeah, is water hoses. I've been meaning to get a water hose, and lo and behold. They're here 20% off. Choose from 50 feet to 100 feet water hose in multiple colors, including yellow, purple, and red, and more. So uh, they're 20% off. I don't know. Is that on a, on a tax-free day? I mean, is that? Well, that doesn't conserve water, so uh, we're, we're pretty sure that that's taxable but you're still saving 20 percent oh yeah there you go okay so it's still on sale yeah uh just not on double triple sale there you go when i you can use those hoses to uh, hook up to a sprinkler on your on your designated day right right or you you can hold it and do it anytime you want every day yeah do you have to hold it you're supposed to yes if you don't you could get in trouble does it say you have to hold. Yeah, I think much, they say handheld. Yeah. Handheld, quite specific. Yeah. Yeah. You, you need to stop trying to beat the system. <laughs> so let Never. me let me tell you Just what happened at my house like a week and a half ago. Uh oh. So my wife had uh, had the hose out watering the the tree. There you go. And she left the hose out there, turned the water off. Good. The next morning, I went to work. Oh she no. She went to work. Came back home, and the hose was in the middle of the driveway. So we're thinking water police came to, oh, make, to make sure that uh, that we were not using that in the middle of the day, not handheld. No, hmm. yeah. So they moved it to the driveway. That, that so, so my wife would run over it and have to buy a new hose. Maybe Calvin <laughs> was in your neighborhood. No, quite a, in the old days, quite a few people um, saw us people would turn the holes off for you if you oh. accidentally left uh-huh. it off. Um, and then so that was that quite often. Yeah. It, it, so, so you drove over it? My wife drove over it. <laughs> yeah. But it shouldn't have been in the driveway because we didn't leave it in the driveway. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a neighbor thought they were helping you or something. I don't know. My, my neighbors aren't that neighborly. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Well, one, th- one thing you've got to be careful of is that you t- completely turn off the uh, oh water, the water faucet. Because if you leave that water faucet on just a little bit, 
and the hose is over there by the tree that you want to water, it's a slow run that won't run off. And uh, you can use a hose to deep water some of your new trees or so new shrubs. We will only agree with uh, on your day. Yes. Um, that's Jerry and uh, his or you version. Or you can sit out. Jerry's other well, tactic was running the hose through the house, <laughs> hold, holding it while he was sleeping in his bed. You remember that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or watching TV and, and was going to explain after he got the, uh, the citation that yeah. I was in the house, I was holding it. There you go. So I wonder if a rope or a string would work like that. Maybe we need a call from Mark. Oh, okay. But. If that were going to work, then it would also work that you had a rope attached to it because you're holding the rope, which is holding the water. Yeah. Listen to this guy. Y'all are trying way too I'm hard. I'm just thinking, <laughs> I, just, I, just, I think like Jerry. Oh, dear. Jeez, oh, no, don't, no. Trace, don't do that. Don't do that, Trace. Come on. I'm, I'm going to hurt myself. Uh, you yeah. are. <laughs> well, or somebody's going to hurt you. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> 210 308 8867. that you run through the house? Uh huh. You get a couple of them. Yeah. And they are on sale, twenty percent off. I'm gonna get me one. Okay. Even colors. All right. Yeah, they've got a lot of neat stuff. Uh, there's, there's, a, there's some really good hoses in there. There's, there's drama in there. Which one of the best hoses made? Oh. Did you? Oh, uh, talk about the heavy rim pots when he gets through with his question. Okay. No, no, you go. <laughs> I was. I was uh, did you? Did you buy a bunch of? I mean, were they mixed brands? They are mixed brands. They yes. are mixed brands. Okay. Yeah, I've been wanting to get one of those. You need to get one. Are they uh, any of them uh, the, the rubber? Uh, there's some heavier dutier than other ones. I can't think mm-hmm. any of them that are actually rubber, though. Hey, so you were talking and teasing about the heavy rim pots last week. Yes. Um, do we still have any left? Uh, we've sold two pallets. Wow. Out of Twelve. So uh, theoretically, we. Might be good for this weekend. Uh, I'm not sure about next week, but we're All right. very good for this weekend. It's a 14-and-a-half-inch pot. It's a beautiful pot. Regularly forty nine ninety nine. Italian-made. Okay. So how tall, how 14-and-a-half inches, the, the width of the... That's the width of the, the brim. Right. And so I, I didn't measure the other, but it's generally the same. So it's 14-and-a-half wide. It's probably 14-and-a-half-ish tall, give or take. Okay. So a little more than two feet tall. And no. so, oh, you said 14 inches tall? It, if it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Louisiana education, sorry. I'm, I'm, a little more than a you're, foot tall. You're, you're confusing me. <laughs> sorry. You sure you didn't go to A&M with a <laughs> yeah. bad math? I was a liberal arts major at, at the, the university. So uh, if you had a lot of containers, a lot of clay pots, and they were uh, 10 or 11 years old, like a lot of ours were, and they went through those two freezes we had. Uh, you probably have a lot of damage, cracks and things. Could be. Wow. And when you, if you notice that you water a container and uh, the water never uh, settles, yeah. never, never uh, is content with the amount of water you provide, then you, that's probably an indication that you've got a major crack in there somehow. So it is time to replace. I'll bet everybody that does a lot of container gardening has a few that uh, need to be replaced. Well, this is a heck of a... It's almost uh, almost free. It's like buy one, get one free. Oh, for the... Yeah. Or for the pots? One. Actually, it's 
No, it's better than that. Yeah, because do the math. Don't, oh, you're going to make me do the math. Yeah, you I'm saw what happened last math. time. Yeah, I know, but you're it wasn't right pretty, was it? University of Texas. Okay, forty nine ninety nine regularly. Forty nine ninety nine. They're two for twenty five. So that's fun. yeah, basically twelve fifty a piece. Yeah. So, so yeah, you're kind of you're close. Seven, almost almost seventy five percent off. If I did my math in my head correct. Don't don't make me do math. They promised me I would not have to do math at this job. <laughs> they said no outdoor work. Look at me. Yeah. And they said no math. So at least no math should be right. You know, another thing that we just mentioned last weekend that uh, uh, the selection for uh, in the shade are, uh, help me on these. Uh, the begonias? No, not the begonias, Cal- but next the, the caladiums. 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 Yeah. And there's a few strap leaf caladiums in there, which uh, is a variety of caladium that can take some sun. Yeah. There's some Miss Muffets in there. That's my favorite caladium. Huh. Which ones are those? That's the white. It looks like somebody took a pink paintbrush and scattered pink dots all over it. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, that one actually can take some sun, too. And then we got a lot of the shade onlys. Different sizes. Four inch all the way to 12 inch pots, I believe. Uh, Mexican Bird of Paradise. Pride of Barbados. Here. Yes. Two and number three pot. Two for $40. Yeah. And in most neighborhoods, uh, man, this is a big a, ad. It's a deer uh, plant that the deer don't eat. Yeah. Now I the minute noticed that I hedged when I said that because my neighborhood for a number of years they ate it and then they quit. <laughs> now they've quit eating it now for the last three or four years. But uh, maybe maybe they realized you uh, quit talking about it being deer. That may be it. Stop, <laughs> they stopped listening to the radio show. Yeah, they used to listen. And then they go run and eat the things we said that they could don't eat. As, hey, I, as I was scanning through these sale items, I came upon uh, Esperanza. Mm-hmm. And I saw that Texas yellow bells scared the hell out of me. Because, uh, but then I looked again, and it said Gold Star Esperanza. Uh, because the... People that don't have Gold Star Esperanza sell it as a as a oh. Texas Yellow Bell, okay. which well, that, is a, that's a, a common original. name thrown it. Yeah, right. That's a common it, so. name. But as I was walking in, there's half a nursery full of them over there. Are they in bloom? And getting and ready to bloom. All right. Well, that some of them yeah. Are most of them are blooming. Yeah. 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 I was walking through the neighborhood, and you could kind of. Look down driveways and look through yards, and they're all they're blooming all over town. Oh yeah! yeah. You know what else we got out there that we haven't seen in a while? Duranta, and Duranta's blooming over there. Oh, yeah. the Jimmy! You got the, the Jimmy, Jimmy plant variety. That's that's Jerry's I, I favorite joke. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Duranta. Uh, also, he, he uh, they mentioned uh, they got more firecracker fern. Uh, you had those last year. And uh, we tr- I tried to promote them, or we tried to promote them, but uh, they're they're not widely used. They, should, they should be. They should be. And uh, if you never tried those things in full sun, David, if you're listening, I'm pre- it's a superstar for the future. That's right. It's not a superstar. No, it's it? not. But it should be. Well, yeah, yeah. We I, I fool with it uh, quite a bit, but. Uh, it, it's if you've ever seen them planted in mass. Uh, now is the time 
I think last year we got them in late, didn't we, or something? Because we got everything late last year. They they hot. They they love hot weather. Yes, they do. And I'm pretty sure the deer don't eat. I'm pretty sure it's on the resistant list. Is it? <laughs> never never say won't eat. <laughs> in some neighborhoods, under most conditions. Yeah, but uh, that thing, if you plant it out now, and I think you need to fertilize it in water, osmocote, uh, that thing is going to be spectacular, even through the summer. And it's got a little bit of flowers, that tubular flowers. but uh, Good for the hummingbirds. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, I've seen a lot of hummingbirds and butterflies around that time. Bees. All, Number three. three. We had hummingbirds fighting over them this morning. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yes, we did. Number three, regularly twenty four ninety nine, two for forty dollars. So uh, that's that's a good price too. What's hey, that? Got a, what's that orange over there? That University of Texas orange. Those are those are croissants. I was wondering. Brought them in just for Milton. Yeah, thank you. Oh, that one guy, <laughs> or that one woman's going to take them all. That's okay with us, though. All right, we got to take a quick break, and we'll come back and talk about more about that in a moment. But 210-308-8867. What's going on in your gardening world today? What you doing this weekend? How can we help you? 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. There's purple hearts. Packs of gold. Fatherless daughters and fatherless sons. And there's 50,000 names called in And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answers. Answers for Memorial Day or songs for Memorial Day weekend. Val back at the station picked out some good ones. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. And I was going to share, I was going to brag on this. Oh, there's Trace. If he comes back, uh, are you coming back? Or you got to go? I was going to brag on this. Uh, can you tell what that is from the picture? If not, m- move one picture over and then you can. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's blooming up. Are, are all the Altheas blooming up? Look at that. What's that? A lot of? Oh, good. Yes. Look at that. Yeah. That's a double. Is it a double? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's not a. I got it. What's that? I did. I knew. I knew that was a double. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. You you got so, it. So Calvin. You got it. It's planted in your yard. It's been there for years. Oh, okay. Milton proof. Yeah, this one is definitely Milton proof. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Have you got a blue angel? No, we don't have a blue angel. I know. Do we have blue angels? I think we do still. Okay. <laughs> Are they doubles? No. no. <laughs> um, I think I saw them. Were there some out here? Uh, they were supposed to put a few out here, but I don't think. You think they got? Maybe they got bought because I was here yesterday and stuff, or so yeah. Thursday. I don't think Doctor McFadden. I'm pretty sure Doctor McFadden didn't have any doubles. I don't know how but, you how you breed to get a double, but. Uh, I'm sure you would have known. So just a reminder, don't forget, we'll tell you about them. As each break, I'm going to remind you of things that are happening next weekend. We've got the blood drive from 10 to 3. 
uh, Millburgers and uh, has nice as a thank you gift uh, just for going through the process. And, of course, the uh, South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has something for you, too. It's from 10 to 3, and uh, you can go to uh, millburgernursery.com to sign up. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. He's got, he got uh, oleanders for sale. And then he's got a, I don't know if that's a uh, name, got Leander, Leander. I guess that goes with the picture. And he's got uh, tolerance for poor soils, heat, and drought. That's, that's absolutely right. And then he's got one listed as Turner's Dark Pink. Uh, I don't know what that is, but I, I know Mr. Turner down in Corpus Christi Brett was known for his uh, oleander breeding. Mm. And uh, I visited with him a couple of times and never took his picture, I don't think. Uh, and then Hardy Red, which originated out at uh, Alderton Nursery out in, uh, south of town here. And Flirt Pink and Dwarf Red Varieties available. So uh, and deer won't eat oleanders, but once. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I've got a neighbor that feeds the the deer, uh-huh. and of course, started out in kind of a lush, wild. You know, he's into nature, but all basically all that's left is o- a few, few oleanders <laughs> in compacted soil. But the oleanders are still yeah. surviving and they're booming. So. Did, they, did did they get big, or did the deer nibble on them, or what? No, the deer didn't. As far as I can tell, they didn't nibble on them, but they they didn't get. Huge, you know. You know, it's not yeah. these yeah. eight footers. They're they're about three and a half feet at the top. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, with this year, who's <laughs> it may in a normal year with normal rainfall, yeah. they might have got bigger. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, we all we will go make uh, uh, some some some. Uh, 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 some uh, oleanders, uh, Texas superstars. We worked with the people in uh, Galveston, who is what is it, what is supposed to be the oleander capital of the world. Uh, Ms. Guido, over there, that owned Guido's famous fish mar- uh, seafood market, and. Uh, uh, we co- we collected seed from uh, the most what we thought were cold hardy oleanders impossible. Now you know that that had been through Galveston's cold, and uh, we collected seed from those, and I had them uh, irradiated uh, to see if we would cause a. a, a, a there he is manipulating the nature, yeah. Mother Nature again, irradiating <laughs> it. <laughs> then it gets huge. Then it takes over the city. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that that never amounted to much. But we we worked on it for twenty years. But uh, I'm told that there's some nurse some nurseries. Uh, near here that have those five 
five selections that we that came out of that program. And they're supposed to be uh, Yeah, When I was growing them in the ditch behind my house, uh, they, they were definitely more cold tolerant than the others. The hardy red and hardy, hardy pink, which was, I think, selected out here at Allridge Nursery. But uh, the, that coal that we had, that hard coal, that uh, it took things that we thought were, <laughs> took Mr. Moy's citrus, uh, and took, uh, took those, took those oleanders down too. But uh, we, <laughs> back when I, I was on the uh, Superstar board, we were, we were gonna, uh, talk, we were gonna, you make them these, they were developed by A&M people. We were going to make them Texas superstars, and some of our nutcase members uh, said, "Which means they disagreed with you." <laughs> well, they said, "We can't do that. They're poisonous. They kill people." I said, "Haven't you ever heard about the story about them killing those boy scouts that were?" Roasting their uh, hot dogs <laughs> on stems of oleander, and it damaged them. Hmm. And we have yet to find whether that's truth or fiction. Oh, well, most of the time we find that it's fiction. However, with that said, we talk about uh, people are scared to plant them around where the horses are, yeah. horses and cattle. I've heard. People call in with that question. Yeah, and I always, always poo-pooed it until one of my volunteers uh, came came up with a deal that her neighbor had pruned back some oleanders and threw the prunings over into their pasture. Oh no! Where the cows were, and the cattle ate them. And it killed a couple of them. Hmm. A very expensive calves. Yeah. <laughs> and so I couldn't figure out why. That That's the only story I've ever heard of that happening. But uh, the deal was, I think, is they cut them. They, they cut them and put all the green cuttings over into the pasture in a pile. So, you know, cattle are... They're kind of like deer. Deer do the same thing for uh, if an oak oak tree loses a limb or, or yeah. sometimes they'll come in there and eat that fresh growth or that browse that's on the ground quickly. Oh, so that's what I'm thinking happened because you don't hit a hear of wild widespread. Well, and if it's a death of it depends on the conditions too. If it's yeah, and that's droughty true. conditions, and you've got a pretty lush yeah. cuttings of, that you throw in there. They get, yep. and, they, and then they get pretty competitive. <laughs> Deer, do, but I it, mean, uh, cows. But anyway, there's been a lot of oleanders planted in this city over the years, and you don't hear of uh, reports, large reports. People believe, people always call in and say, Will it hurt my dog? If I eat it, 
Uh, if they, if they, <laughs> well, but, you're, but you're right. Uh, at least in my neighborhood, most of them that uh, got taken out in the, the freezes. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Oh, yeah. The February freezes. Absolutely. But uh, people won't plant them if they have pets. Well, the, pro- the problem with that idea is that is that uh, even on poisonous plants. Like, you know, I mentioned that the deer are browsing <laughs> my uh, Asian jasmine, which usually they don't touch because it's been bur- burnt back by the freeze, and all, that's, all that they've got to eat are those fresh, tender sprouts. So uh, that probably can happen with oleanders, too. As far as a little dog or cat chewing on them, or scratching them and chewing on them, uh, they they kind of uh, the sap is pretty busy, better. How do you know that? Well, I licked it. Yeah. Have, you, have you ever licked the old? old no. Milton, <laughs> <laughs> you're missing a lot. Uh huh. <laughs> well, we're missing a break, so we need to take a quick break at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero. Has he got the firecracker plant? Is that what he's looking at? I think that's a monarch. No, no, the the man there. Anyway, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Burgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer 210-308-8867. Hey, if you're looking for a pest control company to help you uh, maintain your uh, your home and keep it pest free, I'm going to recommend Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Warren Remy, wow, it's hard to believe how many decades, but I saw a Facebook post they did. So 76, uh, 86, 96, 2006, 2016. It's uh, getting close to uh, five decades of uh, helping people in San Antonio to maintain their homes and to keep them pest-free. And you don't last that long, one, unless you, you provide great service and people like you and want to keep doing business with you. And that's what they like about Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control. We'll have to get Warren to call us and tell us what's, what, what's out there that's uh, bugging people right now. Um, the... Uh, Lots of ants. Yeah, I, I was wondering about ants, and he had mentioned that. And cockroaches oh, are everywhere. A week, a couple weeks ago. I've been sent trying to send them to Jerry's house. But oh, they'd love it there. Yeah. They can have all the oleander they can eat. They can. Um, <laughs> but 210-656-3721 is his number. 210-656-3721. Or it's easy to go online and find them at GoSpiderManPest.com. GoSpiderManPest.com. All right. 210-308-8867. I can't compete in the uh, uh, the tomato contest anyway next week. Uh, mention that's going on because uh, I'm apparently ineligible. We have two ripe tomatoes from our uh, rodeo tomato, uh, but uh, it's you have black spots on the bottom. No, 
Did you do you have any uh, BHN ninety six sixty eights? No, we didn't plant that. Oh, we just planted. Gosh, they were yeah. They were they going they, crazy. They've been ripening and they're they're very nice. So get your tomatoes in shape and prepare them for next week's top tomato or best and best salad bowl contest here at Millburgers. The two divisions are cherry and smaller. Entries must include a minimum of six regular tomatoes, large and medium. Entries must include a minimum of. Three. First place in each division gets a $75 gift certificate. Second place a 50. Third place a 25. Biggest tomato by weight is another category, and you can win a $100 gift certificate. And the best of show, a grand champion or top tomato, will win a $25 gift certificate. I'm sorry, $50 gift certificate in addition to the one you got before. The criteria is online. Uh, there's the information about the basket of plenty. There's the basic rules, and everyone that enters will receive a free $10 gift certificate redeemable at Millburgers on the day of the contest only. I suspect, in addition to the website, um, Millburgers' website, you could get this handout if you stopped in here at the nursery. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, that, that's a, it's a one-pager, and it's got most of the really pertinent yeah. information. About, and, and you also would get an opportunity to see everything that we've been talking about this morning, all the color and... Uh, wonderful plants. Yeah, we've got uh, on plantanswers.com, we've got a listing of all the rules and some hints on on how to uh, how to prepare the mm-hmm. samples. You know, we were talking about it on the air last last week. Uh, don't make all all you got to keep in mind is uniformity of yeah. ev- of everything. Uniformity if you're going to leave the stems on, uniformity if uh, in size, and uniformity in ripeness. Mm-hmm. And uh, but people can't resist. Yeah, they want to brag. You got to have that big one in there. They'll have two perfect ones. And like I said, there's pictures on plantanswers.com. And if you scroll down, I think that picture with a messed up. <laughs> Uh, the the uh, big ones uh, next to the small ones on the same sample is on plantanswers.com and it's under information index. It was picking but, up, it was squeaking. I'll tell you later. Sorry, go ahead. You want to slap him or can I? No, I know I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I'm re- this, this show gets I, I responded positively. Yeah. To oh. <laughs> I didn't know what he was doing. Either. I'll tell you later. Anyway, there, uh, David Rodriguez is going to be the judge, a judge. Mm-hmm. I don't know who, who Trace ought to be a judge. I guess he's worried about the Trace knows blowback better. of the yeah. people that don't win. Uh, and also me criticizing their judging. But uh, <laughs> It'll be interesting, too, to uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to interview some of the contest winners yeah. and participants. Yeah, and find out there's their tips and secrets and where, where variety. Which varieties, yeah. yeah. See if Cherokee yeah. purple. We get that more than anything else is the varieties they grew and how they. Yeah. But sometimes, sometimes they'll give away a little secret or two. <laughs> well, the. Uh, well, I'm afraid to ask where you're going with that, Mary. <laughs> I hope it's in time. Oh, it is. Toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> the. Uh, also, there's some uh, rules 
or, or that are not published in all these handouts that we give oh, out. I know. I hope these aren't. These aren't. Uh, these may be Jerry Parson uh, rules. Ignore the, ignore <laughs> the real Parsons. rules. <laughs> the uh, the deal is when you when you're making a sample and you sort you got all your ripe tomatoes the same same ripeness and everything harvested. You put them down on on the floor on the table, and you pick the three, the mm-hmm. three that are completely uniform. Right. Well, that means that you have some of them that didn't qualify or shouldn't be used. They may be bigger. They may be smaller. And uh, so you're stuck with what to do with those tomatoes. So I'm thinking, I'm pretty sure that if you have those uh getting ready to discard those uh, tomatoes that you're not going to use in the contest, local people won't call any names. Local people uh, or person? (laughs) Singular or plural? Will appreciate you bringing those up here to us. Okay. I don't know if that would sway the judges or not, but... Something probably to think wouldn't, of, probably would not. That something to think about. All right, people can. Did you have that on plan answers too? Uh, no. Oh, okay. that's a that's a secret. Tip. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What else is going on out there? Oh, lots I, of color, man. There is. Is that more the traditional uh, coxcomb that she's got? Yeah. Is that the one that looks like the brain and the? No. Okay. Then there, there's that uh, what, what, the salvia that uh, is shade tolerant. Uh, what is that one? Where Where are you looking? Co- no, uh, it's right next to your uh, uh, coxcomb. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, oh, I see yeah, it. That's uh, the red one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little. That's, that's a, the one they use a lot, a lot of up north. Yeah. We don't use as much here. It's uh uh, put it planted in the shade or the or yeah. the sun. It's it's an annual. I, I think it's an annual, and it doesn't recede like. It, it's the, one uh, of those that the that Latin uh, species will come will, will think about uh, an hour from now. Yeah. We'll remember <laughs> what it's called, but uh, very very attractive. And that that one also really brings in the uh, hummingbirds. Um, oh yeah. Oh, I I have a question. This oh is, no! This, this is another weird question. Okay. So I found a little decorative uh, item. No, sorry, I, I can't say it's me. Um, a friend found a decorative item, and wants to make a little planter out of it. Uh, but it's it's kind of clayish. I don't think you could drill a hole easily in the bottom. So, and it's probably the size of a. Oh, that doesn't help, does it? Um, Maybe a little bit smaller than your Dunkin' cup right there, with no hole in the bottom. Cactus. What's that? Oh, cactus? Ca- ornamental cactus. Oh, that'd be kind of neat. Okay. The only way you kill a cactus is over water. So, yeah. So, it doesn't matter if it, you say you wouldn't water it much. No. Okay. Anything blooming? It's a Milton plant. But you can also, it's a clay, clay pot. Yeah. You can uh, drill those. I'm scared if I drill a hole, I'm going to break it. Well, it's, it's a little. It's a little yeah, yeah, Just use a little 
Okay. Yeah. I might go with the cactus. Uh, cause <laughs> yeah, but you, a, a cactus is hard to... You, are, are you thinking that you will never... You'll never forget the water. I mean, no, no, it'll probably be watered. I just don't know. It'll Indeed, get so- if it's soggy. That's what I'm worried about. It's the sogginess. Can I do the little thing where they talk about putting pebbles on the bottom and then soil on the top of the pebbles and doesn't do any good. Doesn't do any good. Okay. Yeah. The, uh, just remember. Yes. <laughs> you can you can let that thing dry out as hard as a brick, and then water it thoroughly, and it'll. You, you ever seen a cactus wilt? No. That's right. You okay. never will. So, uh, okay. Unless, unless you define uh, the mush. <laughs> yeah, the little. Uh, okay. All right, I'll keep thinking. I was also thinking about doing uh, pebbles and maybe doing a bulb in there. A bulb? Yeah, kind of force a bulb, oh. like a hyacinth. I see those in those jars, like it. Why do you think wrong that, time of the why year? Why do you think that's a. Uh, uh, I think it'd be cute as a... No, why do you, why, why is it such a problem to drill a little hole in there? I don't know. I could try. Yes, yeah, you got I'm a, scared. You got a regular uh, drill. I have a little drill. I don't think you should. You will have Okay, a don't be afraid. Famous yeah. last how, words. Yeah, how many, uh, how many holes should I drill? At least one. At least one? Okay. It depends on how big, how big is the base. Okay, I'll try. <sighs> it's not going to hide. It's going to be terrible. <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. I'm sure uh, some of the folks in our audience I was going to say, if, okay, if, or if you've got a suggestion, you can call us at 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. I got a sad report. No. I think our horse herb lady. Yeah. Huh? I think she's been talking to Neil Spare. Oh dear! Well, you want to wait because we just have about a minute and a half. Yeah, we better wait. Okay. This, uh, maybe she can get on the on the uh, phone or listen to the radio. Okay, so. she can defend herself. <laughs> well, that gives me a chance to tell you about um, David Rodriguez's presentation here next week called "Color Plants, Crepe Myrtles, and More." And more? And more. It's not going to just stop this time. Remember last time you said, well, there's plants, there's crepe myrtles. That's it. Thank you for coming. No, this year (laughs) we have and more from 1030 to 1130. It's absolutely free. No reservation needed. Just come on out and enjoy it. Uh, And uh, David does a terrific job. And he answers more questions than just that if you kind of hang with him if you want to. But he uh, he waits and he, uh, he talks with everybody. Oftentimes he'll come here after he's through. And sometimes he doesn't get here. You know, he ends at 11.30. He doesn't get here until 12 or 12.15. So he's uh, busy answering other people's questions. So come on out for that. You'll find more information about that at MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. Where you'll find out about the Top Tomato Contest, the Blood Drive, and more. We're going to take a break. And while we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More in a moment on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer.
We're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. 210-308-8867. Evelyn, get ready to call in at 210-308-8867. Defend yourself and give Jerry heck, okay? <laughs> Go ahead, Dr. Parsons. Uh, <laughs> Uh, when I saw this, I was heartbroken. You know, I I usually defend Neil Sperry. Good, good friend over years and years. Yeah, I mean, every week it's you defending Neil Sperry. There you go. I haven't heard a disparaging word about <laughs> Neil Sperry. Well, he's crossed the line. Matthew. Again. Okay, what, what did he do? He it's wants a, to get rid of horse herb. He has a, has a picture on there. It said, horse herb along the Sperry driveway and uh, you could he got a photo of it and you could see the flower toward the center it bl- its blooms are a selling point I find them less than exciting Kevin oh Neil what the hell Evelyn is laughing now <laughs> she feels vindicated anyway <laughs> uh, he writes more said uh Horse herb, ground cover, or weed. This depends on where you're going to throw it, grow it, <laughs> and how willing you are to have it show up everywhere else in your landscape. Ooh, Neil. And neighborhood. <laughs> Man. There was so much interest in horse herb back 30 years ago. I'm, I'm interested in that comment. I'd like to know what was said about horse herb 30 years ago. That I decided to try a flat, that means they were selling transplants of it 30 years ago, uh, in a shaded spot in our landscape. That's a good idea, Neil. Mm-hmm. Now I have it coming up 150 yards away in places where I really don't want it. Do you, do you think Evelyn possibly ghost wrote this? It, and- it could be. Hmm. I don't, he doesn't give her credit, though. <laughs> well, that's what a ghostwriter does. They don't get credit. <laughs> he says, I've, uh, I've since replaced it in the original bed because I didn't like the fact that it died to the ground in winter. It does die to the ground. Not just the winter when it's yeah. uh, droughty. Yeah. It's, a, just, it's, it's an independent plant for sure. <laughs> I'm not big on bare ground when it's cold and muddy. But I declare it as an invasive into other parts of my garden. What's wrong with this guy? So much so that I've even... If I ever get rid of it, I'll put on my never again kneel list so I won't make that mistake again. Never again kneel. he's, He's overlooking... Mm-hmm. The concept of our, our nice. uh, sustainable winter lawn. Yeah, sustainable winter lawn. Do you have a question? Do you want to ask it on the air? Sure. Okay. Well, where's that mic? Is uh, you got it? All right. Grab this mic. Yeah, You'll well, be well, on the yeah. air. Whoops. Up. And these guys will be able to hear you. And then we'll. And then you can stay around. He's criticizing Neil Sperry. <laughs> if you think you'd enjoy that, you can stay afterwards and listen to that. How can we help you today? You're on the air. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, I'm interested in climbing vines um, for a partly, I guess it would be partly sunny, uh, up a trellis. 
Uh, it's on a canyon, and uh, it, it does get a lot of wind. And uh, so anyway, so I would like to plant it about now, going into summer, and, um, and I would like it to have flowers. How much sun? Um, partial, she said. Partial sun. Do you have deer? More And more shade than sun. I don't think I have to worry too much about deer, but, but the deer, ha- they do have the ability to get up this canyon. Yeah. They, they could and, ha- and occasionally, on, on rare occasion, yeah. Yeah. And, and so I'm, think, I'm considering a, jasmine, if that helps. Um, that'll kind of work. But what, what about because blooming? It, because it has the evergreen capabilities. Yeah, what about blooming? What about what? But jasmine doesn't bloom that much, does it? It doesn't bloom that much? Yeah, so I need something that blooms when the jasmine isn't blooming. I've con- and and do, how about roses? You know? No. Yeah. Well, well, Calvin's uh, thinking. You, Look, his you, eyes are kind of closed. <laughs> what are you, Calvin's yeah. thinking. Calvin's if, thinking. If you, if you got deer, the wheels well, are I'm turning. Thinking, I'm thinking he's probably, Cherry's probably thinking of the same plant. Oh, man. Yeah, um, yeah the, pro- the, the roses you know are, Calvin, the roses don't, <laughs> yeah, are, are just don't really do well usually. Well, it's our roses in the, th- that'll in those de- wild kind of countries. That'll also determine if you have no, good deer. No, because they'll. If you plant roses there. And the next morning you go out, and there's little deer prints around. Okay, what what I'm thinking of, and I imagine Calvin is too. They they got a vine called a butterfly vine. Has little butterfly uh, seed pods that look just like a little miniature butterfly. And uh, we found that the deer don't like them as much as they do cross vine and. Some other vines like that. And does that meet all her other criteria? Yes. Right. In terms of the, and yeah, the partial the, sun. And, and they're kind of evergreen. Let's see, are they evergreen? I think they're evergreen. Yeah, they'll, they'll uh, drop in a severe cold. Yeah, but to come back from the ground. And uh, one of the things, good things about them is that they're... Uh, they're also a favorite nectar source for lots of our pollinators and hummingbirds and uh, butterflies. And they have yellow flat. Uh, they, uh, you, did you say that it's going to be planted on a trellis or something? Yes, it'll be crawling up a trellis, which I've already um, uh, I've got the post and I've already put the trellis up. Good girl. I put the flagstone down. All right. Like, like I'm just, this is the, the okay. last leg that, of the problem. How, how large of an area will they have to cover? Hmm? How many How many feet? Will... I would say uh, six feet high by six feet wide. Oh, gosh, yeah, that's perfect for them. That's uh, probably one plant, right? Yeah, I would think so. Um, and there's, there's uh, we're, in terms of the, can- the canyon, I somehow imagine it would be doing a battle trying to survive, but it doesn't sound like it. Sounds We've run like... the drip line. Oh, wow. Irrigation the, and everything. We've huh? done the drip line. Um, let me see what else. Um, yeah, and uh, and what what color are the um, yeah, blooms well, going to be? Blooms? Are they going to be the yeah, butterfly be, vine? Yeah, they're going to be yellow. Yellow, perfect. Okay, okay. Thank you, gentlemen. All right. Good, good, did you good want suggestion. another color? Hmm? Did you want another color? No, no. Okay. Why do you have a suggestion? <laughs> what if she said she wanted blue? Spray pink. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> I need more blue in my garden, but I'll get it some other way. Okay. This sounded like a great suggestion. That'll work. Okay, good you to like see you guys it. out hey. here. Okay. Thank you. Have a safe and happy Memorial Day weekend. Thank you, too. Thank, Thank you. Thanks for coming by. You just put it down. Thank you. All right, 210-308-8867. And now Jerry will continue to butcher <laughs> Neil Sperry. I'm just reading his newsletter. I, I thought Neil's treating it pretty fairly so far. Okay. <laughs> said, I know it. He finishes by saying, I know it's native, and it's in Sally Walerski's <laughs> Is it? Uh, book. Okay. Wasowski. Was it Sir Wasowski? Yeah. No. <laughs> Say it one more time, Kelly. So it might have shown up anyway, but it didn't. Not until I invited it in. Mm. And I also know that broadleaf weed killer spray would make quick work of it. Oh, I don't know well, about that. I don't that. know about that either. <laughs> if that were the case, uh, Evelyn would have well, that's, been calling in an airstrike. Well, we, we always, when I write about it, <laughs> we, do, we talk about the, the fact that you can, some, some of the contact herbicides may set it back. But the, it's a perennial that recedes, too, yeah. and there seeds several years, just like the wildflowers, yeah. several years of That's seed right. there. It's a wildflower. It's a, it's a wildflower. Tough and unpredictable. But I appreciate Neil's, too, because if you, if you let it, like in the old, old one of my old abandoned gardens, mm-hmm. you leave it in there for like three or four years, you know, when, when they get, I mean, some of them are, Got stems that are as oh, yeah. big as your finger, mm-hmm. and they're harder and heck to pull out. And I don't, I don't know how much seed is in every, is produced by every bloom, but I know if if that if that thing blooms, it's going to drop seed, yeah. come back and pre and, and, and some more later on. Well, but, Neil, but I don't think Neil has explored the fact of using it as. A, you know, as a uh, as a ground cover in the in the uh, is dry, uh, barren areas in the shade. Also, I'd, I'd love to have Neil join the uh, support team for um, support serve as a, as a deer browse. There you go. Now, you know, not, not a whole lot of people that uh, advocate it, its role as a deer browse. I'm sure. I'm sure Neil was having a bad day that day. I'm sure Evelyn is having a much better day now. <laughs> you don't think Evelyn took some seed up there and <laughs> threw it out? I, I don't know. I had. I have a lot of people asking me. They want hear us talking about horse herb, and they want some. Oh, okay. Because it's a, it's the only it's the only place. Uh, it's the only plant that you can grow in the shade uh, that it'll reseed, even though it does go down in droughts. But uh, and I, I would be at, wanting to ask Neil, uh, how come they're gr- growing so well in your area? He, you know, he always talks about he has shade, a lot of shade. And uh, usually horse herb, if you got decent grass, it won't won't compete. Oh, okay. I've actually seen yards in our neighborhood where it's all horse herb, and 
at least at that time of year, it looks great. Oh, yeah. It's, um, well, okay. I, 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 th- I need to expand. Gra- if you don't, if you don't irrigate and yeah. if you don't have a lot of soil, right. no, then, then it's a good, you're, you're likely to have some horse herd. I don't have any soil. <laughs> but that's interesting, the comments you made about 30 years ago. I'll yeah, you don't, you don't remember. That. Okay, because I, I I didn't I didn't know it was ever on the market. I didn't know he he was aware of it. Did we did we have no? We had frog fruit. Uh, Charles got that after, or Trace got it. I can't remember. Yeah. Oh, that after yeah, that's after, after, after we talked about it. But I don't know. Have we had horse herb in? Yeah, he place? he found some plants okay. produced by a nur- hotel nursery over around Austin. And he sold every one of them when he bought them in. Okay. You notice he didn't uh, go out of his way to buy any more of them. <laughs> yeah, they Well, I think they were pretty expensive because nobody's growing it. Okay. Anyway. Uh, Are you going to leave us all by ourselves yeah, here? Can, can, okay. <laughs> I don't know if we can do anything without Milton. But I don't know if we can do anything with Milton. <laughs> <laughs> Did you... Uh, did you get some rain this last week, Calvin? Half an inch. Half an inch? All right. That's about that. Well, I just took it for granted. That's all I got. I don't. I don't have a rain gauge. We got to make contact with uh, um, Mark or uh, yeah, Karen. We, better, better. Karen does would be I, better. Mark hasn't delivered any rain gauges. To I us. know it. That's sad. But uh, the old days, we used to. Always be saws always had a couple of ring oh, yeah. ring gauges available so we could and and uh, it was a good investment on their part because we would talk about the the rain mm-hmm. and the difference in the rainfall from one place to another place <laughs> and taking advantage of it you know hey Kevin's got and I'm looking at your article in today's paper and uh, he's got a picture of porter weed. Porter weed will attract hummingbirds as well as butterflies. And this picture, uh, it's a staff file photo, and uh, it shows uh, several butterflies on porter weed. I've I've mentioned this before. Porter weed is one of the few nectar-producing plants where I've ever seen a hummingbird, monarch butterfly, and bees on the same plant. And they're not huge plants. And they don't have a lot of bloom, big blooms. No, they don't. But they, they're they so potent, I guess, that Jerry, Jerry was the one that uh, <laughs> uh, brought that to our attention, that their, their attraction, besides they have real intense colors and they're an interesting-looking plant, but... The other thing is the, the nectar source is real, is real potent, so they do attract the the butterflies and the other yeah. uh, pollinators. I love that uh, little red one they found. Yeah, and there's still some of those here at the yeah. nursery. And they bloom. Oh, you, and you can hear yourself if you go to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, there's shows recorded and you can, at, at 9.30 a.m. the answer. You can hear it. Next uh, Tuesday. Next, okay, Jeff is on the line at 210 308 8867. Hi, Jeff. Welcome to Millburgers <laughs> Gardening, South Thank Texas. You. How are you doing today? Doing good. How are you doing? Good. Doing well. 
What's you up? Have a great show. Hey, Thank I you. Questions. Uh, I've got a couple questions. Um, I uh, I have a, a vegetable garden, but I've got two tomato plants that are in containers, and I use some really high quality bagged prepared potting soil. And um, both of the tomato plants are uh, have developed the uh, that blossom rot yeah, problem. Yep. I've, I've never, I, and I don't have it in my big vegetable, the regular raised vegetable garden. It's just in the uh, potted plants. Okay. And um, anyway, so you know, I had what I did. I broke. I, I took off all the affected tomatoes, which were the first ones that came out, and um, the next batch that came out. Um, look a little bit better, but I think I made a mistake also by using some uh, some liquid fertilizer on top of the potting soil. I might have overcharged the uh, plant a little bit. But anyway, I wanted to get you on the phone. Oh, you're you're, you're going in and out. We're having a little trouble. Yeah. You, what was this last okay, thing? Okay. Can said? you hear me better now? Yeah. You wanted to do something. That was the last thing we heard. Oh, I was just curious um, if, if there's something I can do in the potted plants. Uh, where how the how large are the pots? Are um, they're probably one is two gallon, one's probably five gallon. Oh, one or two that, gallon. See, I, I was worried about. I was going to say, well, if you moved them up to a half a whiskey barrel <laughs> when it's ninety degree heat, That'll because stop that. because it's you know you, I was thinking, gosh, if it's only fifteen gallon or so, uh, it's hard to keep their their root system moist with this hot weather. And with yours, when you're talking about two gallons and in smaller containers like that, it's almost impossible, especially with a well-drained potting mm-hmm. mix. You gotta, you'd have to water those things twice a day at least. I think. Yeah, the bigger well, they get. Yeah, to, I, I do that sometimes when it's really hot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I use, I generally use. Uh, oh, I, I think. Ten gallon would be the small, but fifteen gallon to half whiskey barrel much easier to grow. Yeah, because you, okay. you got you got a little uh, <laughs> reserve. Now, how did you say you, you were fertilizing them? I was using the Miracle Grow fertilizer, and um, and the, the reason they're in such small pots is because I ran, I ran out of pots before I ran out of tomato plants. <laughs> I know. I'm, yeah, that happens. So. <laughs> Uh, but but that, but that, that's that. uh, What happens to your plants quite often happens in the first thing in spring when the first uh, tomatoes are ripening. Um, It's a bigger problem when it's when you're in a situation like yours with the small containers than when we're faced with 95 degree weather. What tomato plant did you plant? Um, uh, there are two two rodeo plants. And then, you know, I've got a cherry tomato plant in a bigger pot, and that thing's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, the, cher- the, the cherries the, are... The two rodeo. Now, like I said, can I expect, uh, like I said, the, the, the tomatoes are large now, and there's a lot of them on the plant, and they don't, I don't, I don't detect any of the blossom rock. Can I assume that maybe, um, well, whatever, I, you know, by not maybe <laughs> using the liquid fer- fertilizer or whatever uh, has uh, maybe corrected the problem or... No, why don't, you, do? why don't you, uh, the best way to do it is to uh, use the liquid fertilizer every time you water and uh, plus uh, supplement it with uh, copious amounts of osmocote. Yeah, 
plus. Okay, I, I used that when I first put him in, but I haven't added any. Well, sense. wait a minute. If you've if you've used copious amounts of Osmocote Plus, when you first put them in, that'll last six months. So you've got. I think your fertilizer situation is pretty good. I think yeah. it's just a matter of just conscientious watering. But it sounds like you're doing pretty well for those small containers. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of tomatoes. So, uh, but, but oh, I guess yeah. my question is, uh, can y'all hear me okay? Yeah. Okay. I guess my question is. Uh, um, so the first batch, like I said, I took off. Can I can I uh, can I expect that the next couple batches of uh, tomatoes from here on out, if it doesn't look like there's any blossom rot detected, you know, might come out okay going forward? I think you but can. When you're, I I think you can uh, can keep at it, but I I, th- I think if you had those uh, tomatoes in. 15-gallon or 20-gallon container compared to the 2-gallon container, mm-hmm. you'd have a more production, better uh, tomatoes, and they'd be easier to take care of. But okay. if the weather cooperates, you, you'll still get some yield, I guess, from those 2-gallon. Uh, okay, well, you, you, you know, my, my second still... question, uh, <laughs> uh, are you all familiar with the, the, the grass disease? Primarily, I think it's reviewed. It's called spring dead spot uh, that's something that, that occurs down here in central South Texas. I'm in a lotus. What, okay. about, what was the question? About the spring um, dead Yeah, a spring dead spot in, in Bermuda grass. Oh, in Bermuda grass. Now we switch. Um, yeah, I, I, I moved to, the, to my, grass, my grass question. Huh. And I was, uh, I was curious... Um, are y'all familiar with the uh, with the spring dead spot problem in Bermuda? No, grass? I, I'm kind of I'm kind of looking at uh, some of the Bermuda grass that just is just uh, getting into good shape, and uh, so I, I'm I'm not faced with uh, any of it uh, dying back ba- or browning yet. I don't know what that would be from. Unless it's just a lack of water, I think so. Have you tried? Okay, have you tried well, a little experiment uh, with just w- sure hand watering? Um, it's a it's a it's an irrigated area sprinkler system. Well, I would make sure you know sprinkler systems are are notorious for being uneven application, especially in our our soil. You know, I don't know if you got six inches of soil everywhere and it's nice and even but uh, do 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 a little experiment and just uh, p- pick a little square you know one by one or two by two and give it some special attention hand watering and see you know every every day for three or four days and see if it doesn't res- respond by greening up a bit yeah and then that would indicate that uh, the main thing is uh, water yeah and then, boy, it's not unusual in our soil when it's uh, 95 degrees out here every day. All righty. Well, that sounds good. Hey, I appreciate right. you guys. Sure. You have a great show. Jeff, thanks for calling, man. Okay, let us know if you uh, uh, di- further diagnose any of those issues so we can uh, pass it on to the rest of our audience. All right. We're, we're oh, yeah, overdue for... 
You take care, man. We're overdue for a break, and then we're going to talk to James after this <laughs> at 210-308-8867 on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The Answer. James, call us back. We lost you, man. We lost you in the break. 210-308-8867. 210. The Hummer. Oh, it sure is. 210. What was he hanging around on? Oh. Uh, I don't know. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, yellow. Is, is it coccinia? coccinia? Um, no, it was right there in front of us. Anyway, uh, I was looking at. Oh, I have a question. Okay. All right. For you? Yeah. From you? Um, it was it was texted to us. I was supposed to ask, do peace lilies require a special soil because the current soil holds too much moisture and they're dying? Peace lilies? Yeah, the Easter lilies. Type. All the Easter lilies? I guess, or peace lilies. Are they different? They're holding too much soil. Yeah, the, it's always moist. Well, if it's a... Uh if it's a poorly drained situation, it can be a problem. Yeah. But so, like rose soil? Oh, oh yeah. No. Yeah, rose soil could take it. Okay. But, uh, you know, raised, like a raised, our normal raised bed garden is usually perfect for them. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> these are indoors, though. Sorry, these are indoors. Oh, indoors. Yeah. So what did they word? They pour the soil out on the on the living room rug or what? Well, no. It's in a container. It's in a container, yes. Oh, well, it, yeah, definitely need well-drained soil in a container. Hmm. So as <laughs> how, how do you? So let me let's let's pretend I didn't ask that question. How do you take care of peace lilies in in the container in the house? Are they? Do they want to be uh, in? They want to be house plants. Hang on, James. <laughs> uh, put them in a morning sun, afternoon shade. Okay. And what, use uh, Calvin stick your finger in the soil okay. before you water. Don't overwater. Okay, but no special soils, no. No. Okay. Just potting, regular potting mix. Yeah. They're okay. Usually, they're usually not an issue. All right, James is on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, James, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Thanks for calling back. What's going on? Hey, listen, I've got the rodeo tomato as well, grown in a container, and uh, I listened to the previous caller or two callers ago, I should say. And it, I think I'm doing everything you recommend. It's in a seven. I think it's a seventeen gallon container. I water it thoroughly almost every day, if not every other day, but more than likely every day. And 80% of the fruit have the blossom in rot. I just mm. chunk them across the yard. Yeah. Is it uh, is it a nutrient deficiency? I, I thought that was a – or is it the moisture? Or, I, I'm not quite sure. Well, it has to do with mainly the <laughs> uptake of calcium. Which and uh, but related to moisture. Yes, more related to moisture, uh, fluctuating water, uh, fluctuating water, uh, moisture. But uh, they uh, it 
it uh, it's got to be even even though you add calcium to the potting mix, uh, certain weather conditions, uh, high humidity and low humidity, uh, that uh, that slow the water up uh, the calcium uptake uh, will cause that blossom end rot. Now, like I said, uh, we we select against that if we, if we ever, we ever see varieties that uh, have that blossom end rot in the field. Of course, we don't recommend those. But uh, we've only seen that happen one time in 40 years, one variety in 40 years, where the, every fruit on the plant uh, had blossom end rot. And it was a hybrid, too. But uh, how many plants do you have, James? Uh, I this rodeo tomato, just one, and then of course I've got the early girl, and the early girl does not have any blossom fruit, and it's in a similar size container. Oh, does it have any fruit? Yes, it does have fruit. Of course, they're smaller. It's one I I called about previously. It got a late yeah, start. Yeah. It got set that's, back, but uh, that's why I was teasing now. you. But there's no there's no problem with the fruit on it, and it's getting the same care, same fertilizer. So I'm kind of perplexed. Um, yeah. Well, that uh, that that's one of the things that uh, we'll be interested in getting more reports on the rodeo tomato um, and how it's performed and compared to others. Um, I'm I after our last time we had somebody call about the rodeo tomato i went and checked mine and it seems to be in the same league uh, it's next to celebrity and tycoon and oh good and they uh, i didn't see any issue there in terms of a number of fruits size but of course i only have you know it's not a huge sample i only have two of each but uh so, you know, just as usual, just kind of keep, if you don't mind, just keep your eye on it, and then you can, then we can kind of match notes uh, further okay. along, too, and see. What, how how what, many fruit are on the plant? Oh, it's a good, I'm looking at it, but from a distance, right now it's probably got 20 on it, all green. But when they turn red, like two out of three that I picked so far have the rot on the bottom. I just chunk them across the feel here <laughs> well yeah. they uh they should that rot should develop when they're green i mean yeah small. yeah yeah some it of the is. green ones I, I picked off green ones many green ones that have the rot on it when i noticed it early yes that's true yeah that, that, that's definitely a a water problem uh moisture huh. problem because okay. it, it, I, they develop when the when the thing when the uh plant is blooming so that you can actually see that on small fruit, marble-sized fruit. Yeah. And well, I don't think I can water them anymore at this point. Yeah. What, what, uh, what, what kind of potting mix do you have them in? I bought it. Uh, it's a bag mix. I got it at the three-letter grocery store, but it's one that had a uh, organic fertilizer already mixed in it. I don't remember the brand of the potting soil, though. And you haven't fertilized it at all? Oh, yeah. I fertilize it uh, every at least once a week, if not twice a week, with grow. Okay. Uh, 
I, I can't explain that. <laughs> I know. It's got me perplexed. Hey, can I ask another quick one? I never knew what pincers were to y'all mentioned them earlier in the spring. And I had a lady point them out to me in the nursery, and I picked some up and put them in a, like a quarter whiskey barrel. And they've done really good, bloom real pretty. Two of the three in this one container are starting to look really bad this week. I'm thinking I'm keeping them too wet. Is that a possibility? Yeah. What, what are the vinca? Yeah. No, pintas. they're pentas. Oh, yeah. pentas. Yeah, there's a happy medium in there. You, you you want them to dry out in between waterings, yeah. but but they okay. don't. You, you can't go too long. Mm-hmm. They're not. Right. They're okay. Not, yeah, they're not as sensitive to overwatering as vincas are, but they're but they will. They'll dry out if there if there's not enough water, but they'll also uh, rot if there's too much. All right, I think I'm keeping them too wet. So I'm, if I let them dry out a little bit, you think they'll they'll come think, back? I think they they're will. starting to look bad. Yeah. 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 They're they're pretty versatile. Okay. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. And by the way, the happy medium is the name of the show that'll be coming on this evening with our clairvoyant. Uh, he's just looking at me. Okay. <laughs> no. All right. Two one zero three zero eight. Somebody will have to explain that was a joke. That was a joke, right? That I was a joke. So. Yes. Where's Trace? Uh, Trace would have gotten it. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey, well, speaking of water, before we go to break, uh, we'll talk about the Tree Hugger Sprinklers, winner of the 2021 Pinnacle Award for Best New Product. It's a terrific product, uh, and you use it uh, to water efficiently and effectively, especially around uh, trees, and it's got a hinge. So it's plastic. It's got a hinge. It opens up. You wrap it around. You close it. Around the uh, um, around the trunk, uh, it comes in three sizes: seven, eleven, and fifteen inch. And uh, then you control the amount of water, so the water goes just right down by the root ball, or it goes over to the drip line. And it's uh, it's uh, selling real well here at Millburgers, and so uh, uh, you can get it here at Millburgers. You can also get it at HEBs, and uh, you'll find more about it at TreeHuggerSprinklers.com. That's TreeHuggerSprinklers. Dot com, but check it out. Uh, it's like, like I said, it's well priced. Helps you uh, be efficient with your water and water well, and uh, you get lots of variety to choose from. That's TreeHuggerSprinklers.com. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Come back and more with more in a moment on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. This is the answer. And I'm proud to be on this peaceful piece of property. I'm on sacred ground and I'm in the best company. I'm thankful for those, thankful for the things I've done. I can rest in peace. I'm one of the chosen ones. I made it to Arlington. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South uh, Texas, where Trace has joined us on the porch. I got my timing right. You got your timing perfect. We just uh, just kind of came back from break, so we got plenty of time. Where do you want to start, Trace? You want to talk about the events that are happening next week? You want to talk about, is there anything else Calvin can't know about coming in next week? Um, no. Because there's nothing that makes him happier. <laughs> do you have bananas? We do have bananas. Okay. So They're in the are attic. They, are they dwarf? There's a hodgepodge. We had we had about seven or eight different varieties when the ad started. So uh, 
I don't know how many we're down to, but we still got about 100 banana trees over there. Oh, good. Okay. And you that, uh, saw that Neil had a the plumbago situation still going. Oh, over yeah. There. Yeah. And the big ones are starting to bloom, too. Oh, are they? Yep. Well, they're, the three gallon? They're out there by the cash register. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to take a look. Split leaf philodendron, dwarf bottle bush, little John. Got plenty. What's that? Got plenty. Oh, good. Okay. Vinca, vinca, vinca. Tutti frutti butterfly bush. Yes. Got what? Say that. Tutti frutti butterfly bush. Oh, tutti frutti. Yeah, I like that name. It's cute. Japanese boxwood, sweet viburnum, <gasps> swaxwood, yes, and dankwa, bananas, crepe myrtles. <laughs> The viburnum are pretty very uh, are you versatile. They, they can grow in sun or shade. The deer don't eat them. Since last uh, week, you kind of said, I'm not seeing those crepe myrtles blooming that you're talking about. Have you seen any more blooming now? That- I haven't. Really? <laughs> are, you, they growing are, you, are they blooming everywhere? Where are you looking? I don't know. Trace, just, are you seeing blooming crepe myrtles? I'm with Calvin. What the what? I'm going to have to take some pictures. In my neighborhood, they're blooming. Oh, that picture you sent me, was it just to brag on how that uh, uh, Vitex looks, or you yeah. want to know what to... No, that was the Vitex. Uh, yeah, the Vitex. I'll um, show Trace. My old Vitex. <laughs> I'm, I'm the one who told you what room. it was. Yeah. But you already knew what it was. I, I kind of did, yeah. But this is actually in our yard. So that was in someone else's yard. So that's Milton-proof? Vitex is, Darn is near. definitely Milton. Yeah. I don't know. Now that he knows what it is, uh, yeah, you'll have a whole yard of it. Get rid of your grass, Milton. Yeah, I would. I would. It looks beautiful. It's, yep, it's pretty. Thank you. And the grass around it doesn't look as good. Your wife did a great job, didn't she? Though she did. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. The reason yes. I the reason I ask about the banana tree is that they got a question in. My banana tree survived the cold of 2021, but it has not come back after this winter. The crown of the plant is mushy. Okay, so should I wait, should I wait any longer? Well, they cut the, the the banana sprouts from the center, sends up new growth from the spinner. So if the outside of the of the plant is mushy. Keep cutting it down to the to, to the ground with uh, until you see and the middle the very middle of the banana tree will be uh, green, not mushy. But if it's mushy all the way to the ground, you it's, you've lost it. Hmm. I've seen them come back from below ground though. Yeah, I guess guess so they cut can. off. So the right cut off whatever's mushy. Yeah, right. And then see what happens. But the <laughs> longer you leave it mushy, the better chances are you're not going to see it again. <laughs> but you're these bananas you got, uh, like I say, some are dwarf, right? Some, some are. Some have colorful leaves. Yes, sir. But I've noticed that the colorful leaf is stays colorful in the shade, but in the sun, the colorful leaf fades to be green. Oh, okay. Hmm. I don't know if it's the case on all of them, but it sure seems to be. Yeah. What, uh, Trace, if you know the, uh, what, what, you mentioned the viburnum, uh, there were two, two types of viburnum. How about, some, what do we got for hollies? We got the dwarf burford for sure. We got dwarf burford, dwarf yopon, standard yopon, Nellie Stevens. Hmm. 
Uh, and those are the ones I can remember. There's probably two or three other varieties out uh -huh. there, though. So, Mary, if you remember, the the Hollies were kind of the uh, heroes of the freezes. They didn't take any damage, and they're the ones that you've uh, been pretty comfortable recommending. Yeah. And you can get them in the size that you want, and quite often it's both sun and shade they do well in. Uh, so it's worth taking a look at the, the Hollies. And they're they're not, they're disciplined growers. Too. Yeah. You don't have to constantly be. But why doing. why would what would what somebody want a holly when they can plant a dwarf pittosporum that freezes every so often? Looks like know. to me. I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know anybody that would do that. <laughs> it's you. You. A lot of people do that. I, the the, uh, the ones I have the question about are the boxwoods. I, I never, yeah, and it can never quite figure out because boxwoods are so on to me are so unpredictable. <laughs> I I noticed that we've got some uh, day uh, day lilies over. Yeah, I've, I've got a, a trail sweet. cam on them to see if I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought there was a little barbed wire fence around. Them. <laughs> I think I've I've been very good because they've been over there blooming for. Uh, two, two or three weekends. Oh, these are all new. And plants. I walked those, by. Those, those are all gone. These are new. Oh, okay. What about? But anyway, I walked by them and not eating the bloom. What are the orange flowers? We did we ever determine what they are over there? Uh, me and Milton knew. Uh, those Cassandra. are Cassandra. Cassandra. Well, it's like tomato, tomato. I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. Cassandra. Is that a special? Does, does James say tomato or does he say tomato? Uh, tomato. Hmm. So is it, I mean, is this some special University of Texas conspiracy we, plant? Or what? Well, it's, wow, so it's we have not one, quite burnt orange. Listen, listen to this. We have one plant that's orange and close to that, and he now calls that a conspiracy of <laughs> everything else is maroon. <laughs> the Aggies had I don't yeah. notice anybody buying any of them, but they look so I, attractive from Milton here. pointed them out. There was a guy over there buying three or four of them. Oh, my goodness, yeah. She and was filling her a cart with them. And I thought she may maybe heard us because she just quick put them back, back down there. Or maybe there was a little sign that says, beware, don't <laughs> buy these unless you're a University of Texas graduate. <laughs> or Tennessee. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Calvin writes this week in the garden, says, prune unwanted seedlings in the fence line, in flower beds and other locations at the ground level and apply cut vine and stump killer to prevent resprouting. It reduces the need for future pruning and cutting. That is a is a major problem right now because I'm I'm looking I'm looking at my neighbor's yard and uh, you know I've told you about my problem with uh, Chinese pistachios and also uh, Did you tell them that all those Seedlings, unwanted seedlings, are from your I tried, Chinese pistachio. Yeah, I tried to tell them that, <laughs> but and I said you need to cut that back and and put that cut vine stump killer on it. Well, the new neighbors and uh, retired military, and so they went over there. The Chinese pistachio is now uh, eight feet tall, eight or ten feet tall, straight up. Like Chinese pistachio does. And uh, so the, I looked about a week or so after that, 
And they had trimmed the Chinese mustache up. In other words. It's just a single stem or not? Yeah, yeah. Remember, that was in the the old days. (laughs) They're in... uh, they're in the flower beds that I used to have out front. And uh, what what is that bush that, uh, that you cut out, uh, that's the hedge in your backyard? The um, Ligustrum? Yeah, Ligustrum. Yeah, Ligustrum. That sucker is everywhere, too. Oh, yeah, gosh. And uh, they're, they're making selection, their selection. So, when brush day comes around, I happen to drift over there and help them solve that problem. Yeah. We'll probably have to... Did uh, you tell them you were solving that problem? Or no. No, I think I that's just the... Oh, he just drifted. He's, no. trying to, he's trying to be <laughs> anonymous. We probably want to kind of erase all record that he's with us yeah. too yeah. because when they, when they ask who's cause of this ligustrum and this Chinese pistache and Jerry Jerry who yeah. but I mean now I'm going to do an experiment because some of the Chinese pistache and uh, ligustrum have gotten larger trees I mean they're eight, eight feet tall and a single trunk so I'm thinking that I can just scratch that bark with a knife or something and put, apply that uh, cut vine and stump killer, and that'll take them, take them out even though they're big. Have you ever tried that? No, I haven't tried that. So I have, sort of, uh, but I did it with a drill. So I went and drilled a 45-degree angle in the trunk several spots and poured that stuff in there, and it, it did kill the tree. It did? Yeah, it did. Good. Uh, I was trying was to take it, out a hackberry. Was it a big tree? It was pretty big. I'd say 15 feet. Have I, 15 uh, feet? Yeah. I have never wow. had, had it. Was, <laughs> it was at the Wolf Nursery on Parambital, and it was right by the gate, and it was eventually going to make it where we couldn't open and close the gate. We already, yeah. we already had enough problems. That facility was... Uh, not built properly. Yeah. And uh, so that tree needed to die, so... That was uh, before cut vine and stump cutter to use remedy? Uh, no, we had the, an equivalent of it. I can't remember no, what okay. product it was, but we had an equivalent. They're not getting ready to take this off the market, are they? Not cut to, not, not to know of. I hope, I hope uh, not. In fact, Fertilome actually was able to start repackaging the small containers of it. Yeah, mm. good. They, uh, they, they didn't put the blue that, ben, That's one of the things I like most about that product. You've got lots of choices of mm-hmm. options, and the, and the price is pretty reasonable. Yeah. And you can get the size you need. I, I wish to put, it doesn't take much. I wish to put the blue dye back in it so you can see where you've been. But mm. Yeah. yeah that's and, the, and the problem we're having now is people cannot identify what ligustrum ceilings and hackberry ceilings look like. Really? If it's growing, oh, yeah. if it's growing in your fence line, yeah, it is an undesirable something. That's good, Trace. That's right. So, uh, but they, <laughs> in fact, one of my my neighbors has a, the gustrum, uh, growing next to a de- declining wild, uh, live oak tree. And I bet you, I'm pretty sure they think that's a seedling. Or a sprout of that dying live oak. Oh, 
They're going to be heartbroken. Yeah. Because those will get they get big. Yeah, but thirty foot. Yeah. I know. I still have not had ever had a seedling from the Chinese pistache. I I can't explain that. Huh. I just I just <laughs> I didn't for. I keep looking and keep looking. I planted the first uh, Chinese pistache in this area, and I never had seedlings until the last uh, four or five years, uh-huh. four years maybe. But uh, they're all in my ditch. I mean, they're just thick as hair in a dog back. I don't know what changed. But uh, I also have uh, seedling Nandinas. Really? I never had, I had Nandinas in Tennessee and every, every, everywhere I've ever had plant, plants and I just recently seen uh, Nandina seedlings. It's the native plant people they wished it on you and it has come true because, yeah, yeah. because of all the uh, times <laughs> you've ignored their uh, advice. And you know Greg, Greg Grant has always said well that that's not a problem. You know he'd never seen a seedling Nandina come up anywhere. And uh so when he comes to my house, I give him a tour of the yard, and they're everywhere. Hmm. But anyway, they're pretty. I leave a lot of them there. <laughs> they have berries pretty quickly. Well, when, but that cut vine and stump killer is a must for people with property. And, and Trace got a good saying there. If it's growing along a fence line... Uh, and you haven't planted it. You there. haven't planted it. Kill it. However, I that's realize... That's not... I don't think that's how Trace says it, though, is it? <laughs> it, it was close. <laughs> All right, got about a minute. Oh, okay. Uh, 30 seconds. <laughs> don't put any pressure on him now. Trace, uh, my cabin wrote... Thank you, Milton. I like that music. You in like the that music? Thank okay. you. Soothing. When you water, freeze damaged plants such as viburnum, Mexican olive, and xylosoma, water at the base so the injured root ball has adequate water to send to the foliage. There you go. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll uh, catch up with more of that tomorrow back here at Millburgers. <laughs> I'm Milton Glick. This is The Answer. Intelligent, conservative talk. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. KLUP, Terrell Hills, San Antonio. When news happens, we cover it. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Jason Walker. Republicans are signaling a willingness to work with Democrats on gun reforms in the wake of this week's mass shooting in Texas. More on the story from Bob Agnew. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell says he's tapped Texas Senator John Cornyn to head up the negotiations for the GOP. It's no secret the parties differ widely on the issue of new gun laws, but McConnell told CNN this week he's interested in, quote, getting a bipartisan solution and come up with a proposal, if possible, that's crafted to meet this particular problem. Republicans are wary of enacting broad reforms that have little to do with this week's shooting, but in the words of Republican John Thune, quote, we have to to at least listen to each other and see if there's a path forward. Bye, you're reporting.
President Biden's trip to the Far East last week featuring an affirmation the U.S. would intervene if China were to invade Taiwan. Beijing has criticized the speech by Secretary of State Antony Blinken, which affirmed Biden's desire for an international coalition to contain China's increasing threats in the Pacific and to oppose Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says... U.S. priorities should be for Taiwan. It means the capability to defend their ports and harbors. I think uh, uh, equipment in and around ports and harbors. It means air defense systems. It means intelligence and communication systems. Shoot, one of the things we were slow to provide the Ukrainians was the ability to know what their adversary was doing. Also at townhall.com, La Nina, the flip side. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.